In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland, and we actually have things to talk about that are on the field and news and notes and things that don't all include Deshaun Watson. Man, is that real? Is that real? He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Welcome to It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Uh, Daryl, it's always, I can see you, but no one else can, but uh, good, good to be along with you as we get set for week number two of training camp. You're cracking up. So uh, first of all, let's just, uh, let's, you want to dive right into it or you want to tell everybody hello and hi, who are you? Yeah, let's Daryl. dive right into it with both feet. All right. Kareem Hunt is the big story. He wants to trade. What's the dealio? Well, he he might want to trade, but the Browns aren't going to honor that request, uh, at least not right now. Um, look, I mean, he's made it no secret over the summer. He wants a new contract. Again, that's just not going to happen for a variety of reasons. Uh, one, football economics. Two, uh, loaded backfield, which leads back to football economics. They're just not going to commit a lot more money uh, to him right now. They're not ready to. Uh, and then... Um, you know, just his timing. It's it's just not great timing for him, unfortunately. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be extended. I'm not saying he's not a good player. It's just it's just really, really bad timing between the Deshaun Watson stuff that's also going on. Andrew Barry's got to really have his attention and focus on that. Does he have to trade for a quarterback? Is uh, Jacoby Brissett, like right now everyone's saying Jacoby Brissett's the man, but is he really the man if uh, Deshaun's not available for the rest of the season? So like, I just feel like Andrew Barry's got other things to worry about, not named Kareem Hunt's contract right now. So uh, also uh, shortest hold in for training camp, I think, in history. Uh, two days, Friday, Saturday, did not participate in the team drills. Kevin Stefanski lost a ton of sleep over that, considering he's got eight other guys to give carries to. Um, and then uh, on uh, Sunday, uh, Kevin Stefanski wouldn't tell us before practice, had to put the poker face on and not let us know that Kareem Hunt was going to practice, would not let us know that Kareem Hunt, in fact, was going to take part in team drills. Um, in fact, he was in there for the second snap of 11 on 11 Sunday afternoon. And of course, that was right after like Nick Chubb blew through the defense for like the 10th consecutive day in training camp. Like it's be just become a, a, a daily thing with Chubb. But um, yeah, it'd be just it, it's it's crap timing for Kareem. But the reality is the economics, the timing, what Andrew Barry's dealing with, like the stars are not aligning for Kareem Hunt to get a contract extension from the Cleveland Browns right now. And they ain't going to trade him, at least not because he asked for it. Uh, who is the genius that said, Kareem, hey, look, you don't have a contract right now and we should be a hold in. So we won't participate in parts of practice. And I, I just like, I, I just think he got some super bad advice, super bad advice. Like Kareem, come on, man. First of all, the city loves you because you're from here. I mean, you came here with problems. They still embraced you. Um, and, and like, it's just a bad look. Local guy turns back on team and. It just looks like it's just silly. We all know how good the running back tandem is here. And like, I don't even think this is cream. Like, I, I just don't, I think it's his agent saying to him, Hey, this is what we should do. So we should force some money. If you really want to trade cream, why not wait? Why not wait until another team has a running back that might be hurt. So the Browns might have some leverage to be able to bring somebody in at a second round pick. I don't know. I don't even know what he's worth out there in the market right now. Or why don't you wait 
and hear what happens to Deshaun Watson. And then you can say, you could have your agent quietly call the front office and say, hey, look, I know you're in a tough spot and Kareem's in a tough spot too. We want him to have a maximum contract, but you know, maybe we can make this work for all of us. And it doesn't have to go public and you don't have to hold anything out. And you can actually like bargain in good faith. I, I just like, it's just silly what he did. Everything's silly. And I, I'll be honest, I just can't see Kareem doing this on his own. So whoever's giving him this, this advice, uh, I would stay away from them for any other advice. Yeah, I mean, I certainly can't disagree with that um, because, again, it, it lasted all of two days. Somebody talked to him. I'm guessing Kevin Stefanski sat him down uh, and, and probably told him, listen, dude, you're really not doing yourself any favors. Uh, your best ability is your availability, and I got four other guys I can give reps and training camp to. And, like, I I understand where Kareem's coming from. He's looking I think for we all do. I He's think we all do more security. Like I will never get on players about wanting to get paid or getting paid. I think these guys should make every dollar they can make it when they can make it. But again, going back to what I said earlier, just the timing sucks. Um, and I, look, I think Kareem's realize kind of realizes this, this, this like we all do, right? Deshaun Watson probably not going to be available, which means that the running game is going to be all that more important, which means Kareem Hunt's going to be all that more important to the Browns this, uh, this season. But I mean, his best course of action is go out there, put up a ton of yards, score a bunch of touchdowns this year, hit free agency next year, and cash in. But there's always the risk of injury. Keep in mind, he's been with the Browns three years, and he's only played all 16 games one of the three years. The first year, of course, he was suspended the first eight games for all the off-the-field trouble that he had coming to the Browns, which is ultimately why he was a Cleveland Brown. At the time, John Dorsey was opportunistic and, uh, and signed a very damaged uh, reputation player in Hunt uh, to a very cheap team friendly contract. They ended up giving him like a two year extension again, very cheap team friendly because he still had that cloud hanging over him. This is the final year of that deal. He's going to make around 6.2 million and change with incentives in that, uh, which are a lot of are based around playing time for him. So playing time for Kareem Hunt this year, very, very important. So the last thing you want to do in training camp to your point, Andy, is give the Browns reasons to give to Ernest Johnson carries over you or give it Jerome Ford carries over you or uh, actually use Demetric Felton at the position in which they use uh, list him, and that's running back, instead of having him take receiver reps every day and have him get your carries. Like, you need the playing time. You need the touches. You need all those things this year. So I hesitate to criticize Kareem. Because, as I said, I understand where he's coming from. Feel I, I feel his pain there, right? Once right. that security blanket. But the economics right now don't make sense. Dernis Johnson's back on a dirt-cheap contract. You've got Nick Chubb in the first year, that three-year, $36.6 million extension. I know the Browns have a ton of salary cap room and stuff, but they need every dollar of that going forward. Um. And the running back room is just overflowing. So it's it, right now he's just got to go out and perform. That's the, I, I think the message was received in the Browns front office. I don't think Andrew Berry's ignorant to the fact that this is the final year of Kareem Hunt's deal, but also 
I think the reality is, Andy, barring some spectacular developments, this is going to be Kareem Hunt's last season in Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, I, I as of today, I agree with you. I mean, let's not forget. I mean, things change. Sometimes things happen. David Njoku wanted out at one point. Look That's where right. he is. But I, I agree. I just don't. The timing of it is brutal, and the advice was not solid. I just, 100%. and I, I'll be honest with you, I just don't. I don't want to point the finger at Kareem at all because I just don't see Kareem saying, well, it's a good idea. I'm going to, I'm going to not go participate in team drills. I just like, it doesn't make any sense. And, and the again, statement, the, the statement you made was not good. Like the, only, the only one he heard was himself. Yes. Because again, those are reps that you like, you want to keep those away from other people. And I, I'm not saying like he needs to be insecure because that's obviously like that's the thinking of an insecure person. But in this case, when you have a crowded room, yeah, you got to be a little insecure. Like I got to go out there every day, get get my reps so that somebody else behind me doesn't steal my reps and I don't lose my playing time and I don't lose my carries because I need all that this year. So I next off season in the spring can go get paid because let's be honest about Andy. His reputation, for the most part, has been pretty well repaired here. Yes, he's, it has. He's he's not had any off-the-field incidents relating to the problems he had when the Browns signed him. He did have he the one that, incident where he got pulled right. over. Right. He yeah. had the and one traffic stop where he appeared to be in some distress in that, but uh, he's done a lot of community service, a lot of visits to high schools where he has uh, you know, been very open and candid and honest about – uh, the problems he had and things that he did and talking to these high school kids and saying, Hey, don't do the, don't do the stuff that I did because it doesn't matter who you are. Um, you will be a accountable. So uh, I think that his reputation has been repaired. And if he goes out this year and he balls out for the Cleveland Browns, Andy, he's going to get paid in the spring by somebody. Totally agree. All right. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Thanks for being on board with us today. If you like what you're listening to, why don't you subscribe to the podcast? We say it every show and we, we beg you. I'll just beg. I'm a straight beggar on this one. I'm not even going to ask. I'm like, I'm begging you, please, please, subscribe please, to the please, please, please give us as many stars as you want. Or if you hate us, just make a comment that you hate it. But uh, the writer stinks and that Baskin's horrible. That's fine. We're used to it, but at least you're listening, and that's all that matters, and we appreciate you. It's always game day. Cleveland is the name of the show. If you want to interact with us on the show, uh, it is at game day CLE, and you can do that on both Twitter and Instagram. All right, let's come back. We'll get the latest on Deshaun Watson and everything else that's happening at camp. It's always game day in Cleveland.